This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rumashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. I haven't seen a good monster smash him up since I got stuck in my new undershirt the other day. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I was like, God, that's too small, I said it was a large. Welcome, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. This is the official podcast of the Craftology Radio Network, a collection of craft beers and geek news. Ziz. No, geez, what did I do? I've already gone off the rails. We're not even a sentence into this. Ah! <laughs> How are you, Mr. Lausman? Great. I like that expedited <laughs> entry to the show. Of course. Well, what else are we supposed to do when it is just two lonely boys, yourself and myself? Lonely boys? Uh, hmm. Interesting. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We're just going to get out there. But no, there, there's, this is a Laos and Donnie only show. Hello. Hope, hope everybody's doing well. Um, we just had a little, little scheduling conflict that happens from time to time, but there's still two of us to bring at least the last few weeks here of geeky pop nuggets of... Good culture and um, and some craft beer news too, if we can if we can do it. Sound good to you, boss? Yeah, jam all that in there. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, you know. Before I think, when when is there's some there's some major news coming up here um, in the the football spots, if you will, <laughs> football space, I believe they call it. Not sports sure. area. The sports area, but of course, um, but luckily, uh, well, actually, not luckily. So we'll have. Luckily, you will hear from from our good friend Ryan, who is just really working hard to make sure he's got all that great, great Super Bowl coverage to you guys on the spinoff show or the sister show, if you will. Um, Fantasy Bruce, have you been tuning into Fantasy Bruce, Mister Lausman? I have. It's a zany action. <laughs> zany action. The boys there, Corey and uh, and Ryan and and selective guests there are are. Really, just doing their fair share of taking up the um, you know what happened all of last year's uh, NFL situation as well as the draft and whatever the sports match does say or come down the uh, the wire as the uh, those guys you know sports fans say. So that's that's cool. I like it. I don't know. We talk about a few drafts on this show. Am I right? <laughs> well, before we get into the drafts, how are you doing? What are you What have you been up to? Have you had any uh, any any fun any escapades recently? No, uh, no, no, I can't. No, it's not not that I haven't had any fun or escapades. I you know just been uh, been kicking back and going to old school on some games that I haven't given any love to recently. Um, namely, uh, well, you know, we can get to it later, but uh, just just working on on my back stack of uh, of games that I just don't ever get to play. Yeah, I, I I'm getting like I, I always it's weird like because you know the Oculus Quest the the that I love that thing and it's fantastic it's really a fantastic just great gaming experience but I keep I keep getting these thirty percent off coupons and that sounds silly but it takes like five bucks off a twenty five you know dollar game or whatever and that's 
that's not bad, you know, and it's it's just enough to dabble on some stuff. And so now I've, I'm like, I was really working pretty good on the PlayStation 4, you know, uh, shelf of shame, trying to knock that down. Uh, but now that I'm down to like just a few titles I haven't really touched in a while or wanted to get back to, I just keep buying Oculus shit because they, they keep giving me a coupon and I, I just don't understand what I'm supposed to do with it. I'm like, yes, I've wanted this for a long time. Oh, you've got it, Chet? I'm going to get Population 1. I have to. I haven't touched it ever, but but I want to. <laughs> yeah. You're not alone. I'm sure there's a lot of people like that. I know I'm kind of one of them sometimes. Well, and what's really pushing me forward is that I'm trying I'm trying really hard to just get through as much cyberpunk as I can, like, before they fix it. Because then I can be like, oh, I remember when hmm? it sucked. <laughs> and I'm trying to use, like, my, my No Man's Sky, you know, yeah. part of my brain where it's like, yeah, I remember before it was really cool. It was, like, kind of crappy, but I still enjoyed it. And I'm like, all right, with cyberpunk, if I just get through it a little bit more, I'll, I'll really enjoy it but I haven't started to. <laughs> but I'm very close. Like, I'm really close to getting over the hump, and I'm like, yeah, as soon as I get this next mod, I'll be on my way. But it hasn't happened yet. So we'll see. We'll see. But we'll get into that in a second here. First off, as we start off every episode, um, we're going to get into our section, what are you drinking? What do you want to drink? Um, Mr. Lausman, have you drank anything recently that was interesting or of any interest or simply sounded interesting to drink? Hmm. So, yes, there was something that did sound really interesting to drink. A uh, buddy of mine, Jet, had, uh, had procured it uh, on his beer journey. And it is the Stella Artois. I know it's not really craft, but it's Stella Artois. It was their Midnight, or I don't even... I, I, didn't, I saw the bottle Special one Dark, time. something like that? Yeah, yeah it, it looked, was like After interesting. Dark or something like that. Um, yeah. And uh, he drank it, and he said it was pretty good. He said it tasted... Kind of almost almost a stout, but it was a little bit lighter. And so um, I kind of figured uh, that Stella would kind of come in on the lighter side of things. So so that uh, that worked out uh, pretty well for him, and uh, I, I think I might try and uh, grab one. That sounded neat. Yeah, I, I believe it would. I don't know what it is. Um, and you're right, it's not exactly craft, but, but still, it's interesting. And what he... I think I saw the text, too, because he sent it to the whole chain. We have, obviously, a text chain of boys, if you will, and they all, um, you know, we contribute, talk talk craft beer offline and do all sorts of stuff. But, yeah, he had a nice little spread there, and I told him I was interested in seeing a couple of them. Of course, the Asilian was in there, which I can't say, <laughs> uh, which which is delicious, and I do enjoy it. I've yes. recommended it a couple of times in this podcast, but, um, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, the funny thing is, I'm I'm drinking just a, a good old standard Yangling Vitamin Y uh, light, little Yangling light here, which is probably I think I've said it on this podcast before. My favorite light beer. I just really do love it. Um, I think it's a fantastic light beer. But as I told you recently, I went somewhere very special, and this deserves the whole story to tell you about this because it was crazy. So. We are you ready for this? <laughs> I, I, yeah, you are the master. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'll get into it eventually. So we were bumming around town, running a whole bunch of errands, seeing some family in in his limited ways. When I see see family, I met you know grandma, who's obviously in a nursing home, and you have to get fully uh, the, scrubbed you know, in, scrubbed in with the masks and the you know everything and the full scrubs, literally like like your you know H HVAC or what? No, to say um H HVAC. You get your refrigerant and you get your no, cooling no, fans no, 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 and no. relays. I meant I meant like you have to wear that garb that you have to wear like around nuclear waste. It was so much like it was just like Man. 
totally sealed up. Hermetically sealed, if you will. But on the way back from that, we bought a couple supplies for um, you know the the garden that we were working on, and we're all the way across town, and so we're like, man, it was starving, it was late, and I we just we decided to go for some pollo tropical because we were so close to uh, to that side of town, and that's where it was. So going through the drive-through, I'm like, all right, this is interesting. Haven't been in pollo tropical since you know the the, the lockdown and everything started, um, but when we got there, I was like, all right, let's let's see what's going on. Of course, you couldn't go in the lobby; you could only get drive-through. But through the drive-thru, they had a bunch of signs up that said, hey, $2 beers from the drive-thru. I'm like, wait a second. This is interesting. I'm like, because you can't get this beer or a lot of these beers they had on the menu there, you know, at a liquor store for 2 bucks a piece. So I was like, let's see what they got. Sure enough, they had Tank Brewing. Tank Brewing Company right out of Miami here in Florida. And they had the Freedom Tower, which is an interesting, interesting beer. Um, it's an amber, and as as you may or may not recall, like, you know, ambers aren't necessarily my favorite. But again, this story is critical because what do you think of when when we see Tank Brewing Company? I think of Great American Beer Festival at <laughs> 2018, buddy. Yeah, we were when we were invited out to to the Great American Beer Festival in 2018. We were also invited to a well, there were several like parties and things that we could attend because you could do that back then. But we um we chose to go to Tank Brewing Party's rooftop boogaloo <laughs> or whatever cigar where we, yeah beer. where you got cigars and as much Tank Brewing Company from Miami in Colorado as much as you could drink and it was just an incredible experience. So as soon as I saw Tank Brewing and I think from now on when I see Tank Brewing I will always remember this story. But the funny thing was they had Tank Brewing at the stinking Folio <laughs> Tropical, <laughs> which is the wildest thing. So. Um, I thought it was I thought it was a unique experience to get at a drive-through. Never picked up just one beer at a drive-through as I got fast food. Thought it was very interesting. Anybody out there doesn't know it, you should try it. <laughs> it's whatever. Um, but I do love Tank Brewing, and knowing that they come out of Florida, and you know, Poya Tropical is kind of a southern thing too. I really liked it. So um, it was cool to see them in Colorado at the Great American Beer Fest. We we met a whole bunch of buddies out there. It was a really really good time. Um, to be out there, and I will forever have that memory and that memory of Tank Brewing. So, um, yeah, that's kind of uh, my fun story about this beer. But other than that, I'm just drinking this, you know, Vitamin Y Light. It's uh, some of the best light beer out there, in my opinion. Well, that is a good time. Yeah, I I do think about that memory quite often, and just all of the the, the whole thing just together. Like it, it, it feels like you know we had what three days out there. It felt like it took like a month. Like every. Yeah. Every single segment was just like I remember every single second of it. And it was a glorious time. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, speaking of glorious times, again, you know, we are here, so we'll move on to our to our kind of craft beer news section here. But we are here in in beautiful, well, the Tampa Bay area, right, Central Florida ish, if you will. Um, and uh, there's a funny thing happening here on February seventh. It is the su- superb uh, owl, I believe. Is what they pronounce it? How they pronounce it? I'm not sure. Super B owl. Yep. Superb owl. Super bowl. Yeah, so. Superb owl. Something like that. Anyways, there's a lot going on, and uh, thanks to Mr. Thomas A. Brody, I believe is how you pronounce it. Uh, we're we're bringing the Tampa team, the the Buccaneers there. Uh, so thanks, Mister Brody. But uh, no, we—it's <laughs> wow. Brady. I get it. <laughs> Everyone out there who <laughs> cares about sports just hates us right now. <laughs> I'm gonna like alienate garbage. more people. <laughs> just gonna delete this. More, more, more people if I can. Uh, but anyways, no, no. The point is that 
Tampa is going to the Tampa Super Bowl, which is very exciting and very interesting and good for Tampa. Um, as weird as this one's going to be with COVID, and I think the stands are only going to be 7,000 strong or something like that. Um, it should be a very enjoyable Super Bowl experience for anybody that's out there going or that, that spends the $6,000 a piece for tickets. Uh, good for you. I think that'll be great. But one thing that made really uh, headlines, at least in my opinion, was there's a brewery out in South California. Well, in California, I'm not sure exactly where, but they're making a uh, tortilla chip beer just in time for the Super Bowl. So I doubt that we'll be able to get it. But Laos Man, you love a good Michelada every now and again. You love a good tequila shot when you can. You love craft beer. Yep. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm that guy. You love game day. Oh, yeah. You have all these things. What what do you, what say you about a tortilla chip beer just um, in time for game day? There's a bit of confusion on how it goes down. Like how <laughs> how do you, like I mean Michelada those who aren't in the know is like typically tomato juice plus beer equals like a Michelada, and there's a lot of variants and a lot of modification you can do to that. You can have it in a styrofoam cup. You can buy an empty styrofoam cup at a lot of like you know. Uh, Spanish grocery stores and stuff like that that just have like seasonings and fixings in there and they're like add your own beer but here's a two dollar styrofoam cup it is actually worth it because it's actually glorious but you know there's a there's a lot of different variants variants they have a mango clam juice tomato juice beer one they have got uh, (laughs) just a clam juice tomato juice beer one they're all over the place but a chip one uh is it served in a chip is there a chip involved? Well, no, no. The the chips come into play because the, apparently the brewer shoveled four hundred pounds of steaming hot uh, tortilla chips right from the oven into a light craft beer that was very refreshing with hints of lime zest, um, and it and it came out to be perfect for any football day um, on the field or on the couch. Very limited edition, only available in select California retailers, and you can go online. Um, if you check out the article on brewbound.com, they lead more. It is uh, Taco Works and Tio Rodrigo uh, craft beer tortilla chip beer. Crazy. But these guys have been doing, Tio Rodrigo at least, has been doing uh, Mexican beers and slow brew beer and tomato juice and adding all sorts of interesting stuff to their beer throughout California for a a number of years now. This is just the next logical progression in the, the craziness that is beer and tortilla chips i guess <laughs> like would you like freeze a salsa chip and then eat I, like drink i don't yeah i'm not sure it's yeah, interesting <laughs> i'm i'm not sure it, it does sound interesting i would try you know when oh, yeah. we were at great beer great american beer fest speaking of which um spaghetti meatballs beer remember that one it was like the spaghetti oh. meatballs beer that we wanted to try really bad but i'm sure it tasted just fine i don't know yeah. you can do some crazy things with tomato juice and beer and they often work out pretty well together. So I'm not saying this is bad, but anybody out there, if you tried it, please let us know. <laughs> Email in, info at craftologyradio.com. Let us know what you think. <laughs> also, top tip for anybody out there who's just now thinking about getting a chilada or a michelada, uh, if you go with the Modelo version, uh, which is also pretty widespread, you do not need to agitate it. <laughs> just a fun <laughs> fact that no one ever told me. Most of these in a can, you do need to agitate to get the sediment moving and everything non-separated. For the Modelo one, you do not need to agitate. (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah. Because if you do that, what you've essentially done is just shook up a beer. You shook up a beer real good, and it's not supposed to be shook up. So it will explode, and it will continue to overflow and just go all over your friend's front porch when you're trying to help him move. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> we heard that from a friend. Asking for a friend. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Well, speaking of friends, now that we're past the uh, the the Super Bowl, uh, you know, beer of choice, I guess that that at least some some Californians, Ninians, Californians, are, uh, hopefully are drinking when they watch. I don't know. <laughs> but um, we did. Speaking of a friend, we 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 put an article in here specifically addressed to our number one golfer, Rye Guy eight one three. I think is what it is on Twitter and some other stuff. I put in here a special note that said Ryan's best day because Cigar City announced a Cigar City seltzer. And they they announced that also it was towards the end of last year, 2020. But they also did um, announce it with the high-low IPA. Have you had that one either? I've not had either one of these, and I'm very much excited for them. I've not had either one, but I've seen high-low literally in a lot of places. Like, all over the place. That's why I... It was like, well, that was, you know, that's, it's pretty widespread. <laughs> yeah. I really like, like, the Sea Dog, or the Sea Dog, the um, Dogfish Head, mm-hmm. the locale that they have, IPA, because it is, it is one of the best ones. Um, and I've seen so, is it Solo or something that yeah. we've had? Yeah. So I've had a bunch of them, but I've not had the High Low, and I've certainly not had the Cigar City Seltzers. And for the flavors of these bad boys, they have Florida Orange, makes good sense. Ruby Red Grapefruit, again, makes great sense. Mm-hmm. Meyer Lemonade, yeah. sounds interesting. And Key Lime, which, which is straight out of Florida. So all those flavors really do sound sound pretty good. I'm not necessarily a seltzer boy like Ryan is. That's I know that he loves them on the golf course. But when I, when I get the opportunity, I'll definitely try and, uh, and test these bad boys out. Um, I don't know. Would you, would you be... Down to grab one of these? I would be down to grab one, exactly like you said. I would be down to grab one. If I bought, like, I've only seen the high-low in, like, a 12-pack, I don't know if that would be a good decision for me, because I'd be like, ha, huh. <laughs> like, I might not be ready for it, and I, it might not be what I'm expecting. So I'm just the expecting high-low, I... a light high-lie, I suppose. Yeah, like, and that's what I think it'll be. It's 120 calories, and I know the high-lie is, like, I think buck sixty, if not plus that. Um, but the high low supposed to be 120 calories and four percent alcohol, and that's not exactly why I get the high lie. Like I get the high lie because it's all the fla- it's a, almost a perfect balance of everything. If you were to take like that, you know, circle and you know extrapolate out your flavor, your alcohol, your what it tastes like, your tops, your malt, whatever, yeah. all that stuff hits like a perfect zen for me. I agree. I don't know if I'm going to like it after they mess with it and make it a 124 percenter. I, I just don't know if I will. So Yeah. It might just be too watered down and stuff. Like, mm, yeah. I don't know. That's what they often it tastes like. Like, they water it down or they add in something else that just makes it taste, like, off. But no guarantees. It, it, it could be awesome. I don't really know. I mean, I tend to enjoy most anything that cigar city makes and they make pretty good damn beer so um even the seltzers here like i said i'll give it a try i'm with you though the only reason i don't try more seltzers because it's like you got to buy a minimum 12 pack of bud light seltzer and i'm not gonna like those yeah and now i've got 12 of them and it cost me 16 bucks or whatever so yeah sell me one not interested sell me yeah. two like i'm good with yeah. that or if you're gonna like stock up for a stark stock up for a, a golfing a golfing outing right I'd buy those and let you boys all mow through them, and then I don't have to worry about it. But um, yeah, it's kind of kind of my my thoughts on it. But 
I'm sure Ryan might have some more to say. And um, and if again, if you want to tweet at him, it's Rye underscore Guy 813. Tweet him how much you love Cigar City Seltzer, and he'll be like, who this? New phone. We'll new Twitter happens. account handle. <laughs> <laughs> who this? It's, oh, yeah, it's me, first time. Bobby. <laughs> he changes that Twitter handle more than anybody else. Or, a- anyways, anyways. Um, all right. Anything else in the geek news, or excuse me, the craft brews section before we move along into the geek news, send it on over, drink it on back section? How does that work? <laughs> what I don't sort know. What bars have you been going to? <laughs> I'm not sure, okay? <laughs> Brian? <laughs> nah, I'm good. Let's roll. All right. So one thing I had on here, and I don't think you got into it too deeply, um, but WandaVision. And I don't know, so you've, you've probably at least seen the trailers for WandaVision, correct? I've seen trailers, billboards, I've seen a little bit on YouTube, I've seen the confusion. So the trailers and, I don't know about the billboards, but the trailers and the, and the YouTube clips that you've probably seen are pretty much what's happened. Like, I won't spoil it because I really don't think there's anything to spoil. Yeah. Um, the, the premise is pretty simple. We're only in episode three because it's only been out for two weeks and they released two episodes at once. And then a third one on last Friday. So this Friday, they'll have another episode, bringing it up to four. And I think after this episode, the the um, the speed will start to ramp up. What what's happened so far is is exactly what the 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 you know premise of the show has been set up, where Wanda is having you know Wanda and Vision are trapped in this alternate reality of some sort that's like basically going forward through time, and they're they're going through all the decades of TV. So started off, you know, I Dream of Genie, Bewitch style, and they're moving into color. <laughs> That's where they're at now. And so each show, they're kind of like going through a different decade, and little weird stuff is starting to happen where it's starting to come off the rails, and you can kind of see things are breaking down. I, I don't, I think it's a really bold and unique way to approach a superhero TV show. It is nothing like you know, Iron Fist or Luke Cage or Jessica Jones or anything good. Um, you know, it's just really bizarre uh, that that is it's a way they're taking it. But it's very well done and it's a high production value. And um, I don't know. I like Vision a lot. I like Wanda. People think that she looks drop dead gorgeous in this show. I don't get it. But it, we went back and actually watched um, the Avengers Ultron and she does look very different. But yeah. You know, I don't know. So a lot of character growth. What do you think about that? Like, do you like that take? It's so bizarre. It is a bizarre take. However, I like seeing the uh, I like seeing the Marvel universe go that way. Like, it's that's kind of actually really neat to too. see. Like, it's almost like like range or you know, <laughs> like it's yeah. showing them they can do something weird and they can do a TV show like this. Like, I mean, yeah, I know there's been others, but like they can do like a high, like you said, a high production value, like weird offshoot that like i'm sure will funnel back into normalcy but you know for the yeah i think i think it i think it will and they've always said that it's gonna like overlap drastically with um with uh the mcu and like doctor strange and the multiverse and the next spider-man movie and all that kind of crap and i'm sure it really will it's just very bizarre but it, it but like you said it is i think it's pretty welcome to really take a take a left turn and and just rely on the fact that these comic books and the way that these characters which i think both vision and wanda are pretty undeveloped underdeveloped for sure they set it up in avengers endgame and in infinity war for sure but they they were relatively underdeveloped characters and therefore i think that letting them play in this weird space is going to be interesting and it should bring 
some perspective and some different angles to the MCU because in the comic books, if you really, in, I know neither one of us are really big comic book guys, but like they go some weird places. Like they do a what if series, they go like where everybody's dead and then some, you know, Iron Man's the only person alive and zombies. Like they go really weird places and they're not always just these hardcore action in your face, you know, billion dollar movies. So, so it lends to the thought that yeah, there there might be some of these weirdo weirdo things that start really odd and then kind of bring the with reason and bring everything back to the universe. And I think that's what's happening. But it's I don't know. It's gonna take it's gonna take some time to get me to have as much appreciation for it as I did for say some of the other TV like like Luke Cage and some of those things or or, or like Mandalorian. Like I don't have the same passion for it. It's not the same as that, and it just won't be. You know, Falcon and Winter Soldier. When that comes out, will it be? I don't. I don't know. But I think that'll definitely be more straight and narrow. Yeah. Um, down the the superhero line. So, yep. who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But I liked it. I mean, I'm watching it still. It's intriguing. My wife likes it more than I do. I think. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. So I think it really does have some legs to go somewhere. You know, truly, truly different. So yeah, should be exciting. That's all I have to say about that. But yeah, more to come. I'll keep watching. Then soon enough. Andor will be here, and Winter Soldier and Falcon will be here, and we'll have a lot more talk, TV to talk about. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Speaking of TV, <laughs> okay. Um, Kong vs. Godzilla. It's going to come out real soon, very soon. I think it's um in February. Uh, maybe I don't know. I know it's going to go to HBO and cinemas, which will be interesting. So we'll have to see when it comes out. But I know we listed the trailer here, and I'll leave the link below. But what do you think about this uh, this trailer? We got a first extended cut of Kong vs. Godzilla. Yeah. Very exciting. I liked it. I liked it a lot because, I don't know, I've always liked like the two of those. <laughs> like, And I never thought, of, I mean, I guess I kind of knew that they'd be in the same universe at some point. But I like that they're, I like both their weird trajectories before this movie I liked all the Godzilla movies. I've liked all of them since, like, the early 2000s one. Um, and I liked all the Kong movies. I thought those were great, too. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I really liked the Kong movies, more so than the Godzilla movies. And I really thought that'd be different. I What I what I don't, you know, what I didn't love about the Godzilla movies is that they, they had so many of them, it's almost hard to keep track. Remember Brian Cranston was in, like, the first one of yeah. his current run of Godzilla? Yeah. And then he just was killed off. And I actually really liked that one, like, over in Asia. <laughs> like, it's hard to even keep track. And then and then he was 9 billion feet tall, where, like, his foot was the size of, like, a 747 or something. I don't I don't know. I'm not talking about Brian Cranston. I'm talking about Godzilla. Just a giant... <laughs> No, no, no! I don't know. <laughs> I don't, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse! No, just wait a second. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's the you know, that's the kind of it's it's a weird, it's been a weirdly inconsistent franchise. But I really do think that the Kong vs. Godzilla one is is going to be cool. I don't get how they're the same size. And also, I keep getting Kong confused with Rampage, and I keep thinking yeah. that the, the Rock is going to be in Kong, and he's not, because that was Rampage, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we need the Rock in this one. I think we're all right without that. Well, I thought he was, but this is the one that had Tom Hiddleston in it. Yeah. So, but Hiddleston was, you know, that was like in the 40s or something? Mm. It's not the one with Jack Black in it, though, remember? Because Jack Black... That's Peter Jackson's King Kong. Oh, God. See, Isn't I can't... It? This franchise is just killing me. Yes, I think you're right. But is that the same Kong Keep as filming. this Kong will Kong? 
Um, I mean, I don't know. Peter Jackson. No, it's definitely not Peter Jackson King Kong because that King Kong was tiny. He fit on a boat, a very small boat. Well, this one was on a boat too, but I think it was an aircraft carrier from the trailer. It was an aircraft carrier, a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier, and they're huge. <laughs> they're like three hundred yards or something like that long. I just don't. Is that tall for a big Kong? Is how big is Godzilla? I don't know. <laughs> It's very confusing. Yeah, the, the, it's very confusing, and that's what I don't like about the franchise. But, 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 keep in mind, we haven't had a good a good monster smash up movie in a long, long time, right? I think 2014 is when this new Godzilla franchise jumped off. So, ah, whatever. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to go to the movies to see it, but I will nope. watch it on HBO, whatever, on my couch, and I will enjoy that. Yeah, I'll figure out how to get that HBO, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, if you haven't seen the trailer, it does look good. Fire Breath is back. Uh, King Kong's cool, but he's mad or something. Godzilla's angry at everybody. He no. gets an axe. Not Godzilla, Kong does. It's Byron cool, Grace man. gets an axe. He waves it around. Right. Get angry. Get an axe. Go kill that Godzilla monster. I think there's something bigger because they're like, why is Godzilla so mad? Nobody knows. I don't certainly know. I can't even keep track of this goddamn series. Yep. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> I just don't know. But I am looking forward to it because I, I do want to see a good monster smash him up. And uh, and I think that we're far overdue for that. So, um, yep. Just my opinion. But Anything else on that? Nah, yeah, I haven't gotten a, I haven't seen a good monster smash him up since I got stuck in my new undershirt the other day. <laughs> oh god, <sighs> broke two <laughs> hangers. Monster smash. Yeah, I was like, God, that's too small. I said it was a large. <laughs> well, don't worry, buddy. You'll get there eventually. Nah, it's fine. We teased it at the top of the hour, but I wanted to get into this story before we move on to any other news. I have been playing. Some cyberspunk. Cyber no. That's not I've been playing c- Cyberpunk 2077, a video game that is intended for the next generation. I am playing on the last generation, the shittiest generation for this game, if you will. It is the PlayStation 4 version, which is now, what, eight years old PlayStation 4? <laughs> and this game came out less than a month ago. It is not intended to be played on the system. But let me tell you, it is fine, and I'm trying to force my way through it as if a Mack truck forces its way through the ice road of ice road truckers. It's just a way to do it. It's not clean. It's not easy. It's quite dangerous, actually, but you can do it. Interesting analogy. (laughs) I I feel like you didn't watch a whole lot of ice road truckers. Oh, I watched it all. It's great. There's a dude with a truck on ice, and it's fine. Oh, now there's satire. Okay. (laughs) but when we talk about this early you had questions so please i will get into my my review my full-blown now that i've had it and i've put in probably about less than 10 hours i probably put about eight hours into it Um, but i feel like i've got enough to talk about it because i am on the cusp of of getting to the next level of of you know video game enjoyment and um and i know you got a couple video games you want to talk about too so so give me your questions what do you wonder about what can i what can i fill you in on what are you thinking about this game what are you not thinking what have you heard i'll tell you if it's true uh yes keanu reeves is in there and he talks about your penis if you choose a boy go ahead wow um (laughs) so 
are the NPCs that ridiculously like potatoes? I call them potatoes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that answers that question with your nickname. Every NPC is a potato. If you remember back in the day when Grand Theft Auto V came out, and every NPC, though annoying and slightly modeled after an, an obnoxious New Yorker, was there, present, would react would answer you, would talk to you, would get out of the way, would jump in the way, would get hit by a car, would call the police. Or flip the bird. None of those things happen in cyberpunk. (laughs) They are literally potatoes, and if you run like a block away and you come back, that person looks like a PlayStation 2 polygon version of Laura Croft. Oh, boy. And it stays that way for a while. (laughs) Until the game fully renders everything else around you and then the person. Which is completely game-breaking. It's horrible. Oftentimes, guns disappear. This time, I was playing today, um, I got out of my car. I ran around the corner to this thing, came back, opened the door to my car. My car disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) No idea where it went. I've been driving down the road, hit a wall, go through the wall because the road didn't stop. I go into the next section of town, and the whole game freezes. I have, uh, let's see, other things that are horrible. It turns today, tonight, instantly. <laughs> like, <laughs> not quickly, just instantly. Like you turn a corner and all of a sudden it's night. <laughs> this is oh. weird. <laughs> oh, no. I've bumped into bad guys that I was supposed to be killing. They didn't know who I was. Um, I've killed bad guys that didn't know I was there. Still didn't know who I was. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of immersion-breaking pieces and parts of it, but if you can set that aside, it really does feel like The Witcher 3. I, I, it, it hit me today like a wave, and I understand The Witcher 3 also wasn't perfect when it came out. In fact, it took a very long time. It didn't take as long as, it wasn't scrutinized as heavily as, like, say, No Man's Sky or something, which this game is and should be scrutinized for because it was promised that it would be a much different game upon launch than it was even for the next gen consoles but it you can see the bits and pieces of an interconnected story and you can drive around and stay busy and you can really make the world your own and for that i'll I'll give them credit because it is very very intense it is deep the mechanics are insane and complicated and um, there's a lot to keep in mind. There's a lot of choices you always have to be making. If it's monetary, if it's guns, if it's your equipment, if it's the style that you want to play, if it's your character and how you want them to play. You can be a brawler, you can be a hacker, you can be a net runner, you can be a mercenary. You can do whatever you want to. It, it, in that aspect, it is really, really cool. And so with all that said, I see the vision. I see the long-term goal. I just really wish they would get there faster. Because I love nothing more than be immersed in a game, and I'm not there yet. <laughs> yep. But I'm trying, and I'm trying to learn the systems. Like it took me six months to learn Witcher Three, and I figure it's going to take me that long to learn this. But, um, but it's good. But what other questions do you have? What, what are you thinking about from this game? What have you seen? Uh, when somebody gets hit by a bullet in Grand Theft Auto, they have like a bullet mark where that was, and then like they'll like limp or they'll like nah. not use that arm. No. Nah. You can blow off arms and stuff, which is cool. You can do that. Um, you can literally just blow off somebody's arm with a shotgun, which I have been doing on occasion. I stick to the the hacking. I'm, the, the one thing that is really, again, no, novel in all this, this, this whole game is like this net running internet hacker thing and that lifestyle, that playthrough, that play style that you can choose. 
it's really, really interesting. And it's a very odd way to approach it where you walk up to an area. This isn't a spoiler or anything. You walk up to an area and if you see a security camera, odds are that gang has this area locked down under their, you know, their um, programming, their network, whatever it is. You can hack into that camera and then move from camera to camera, taking out individual enemies with your hacking skills. And that is really cool. It's a really cool feeling when you get the timing right and the cadence where you can take out this guy and then this guy starts to walk over. So you take out that guy and then this guy is taken out. And then all of a sudden there's like two bad guys. And maybe one of them says, oh my God, all these other guys are dead. What are we supposed to do? And they're running around like crazy. And that, that part is cool. When that starts to synergize and starts to work together, it is a very unique way to do it because you've just cleared a level or a building full of enemies without firing a gun. And that's the first time in a first-person shooter or a game like this that, you know, besides Witcher 3, when you use magic and stuff, you, you, could, you could do it. And that, that is what intrigued me. And so I immediately adopted that play style. But, but there are some significantly game-breaking pieces of this that are annoying. There's supposed to be, there was supposed to be an, an update that came out before now. And there was. There was a, a, about a gig and a half, I believe, like update that came out uh, about a week ago. And it, it, it seemed to help can't really tell like i'm hoping that one day i'm just gonna turn on my playstation and it's gonna be like look everything's fixed and look it looks great but i haven't seen any sign of that yet and i've been playing it for you know a few weeks now like i said eight ten hours in so i'll keep everybody updated i have faith i i think it will eventually become you know the game that it's supposed to be and i think people will uh enjoy it as much as as they did and i think that that you know cd project red is gonna have to do some more backtracking and, and make it right and, and do some work, do some heavy lifting. But but I do think it will be a good game eventually. But you managed you, you mentioned your backlog. What are you what are you working on? What are you playing? What have you been playing through? I know we, we teased a little Minecraft last week. Um, but what else have you been playing? Well, Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Minecraft was definitely one that I've been wanting to get back on that horse and. Uh, and I have no shame at all admitting that that game came out in like 2009 and played it a lot back in the day and just kind of like let it catch some dust on the shelf and recently got it for PlayStation 4, a little bit more applicable for everybody. And it's cross-platform, so just having a really good time with that, um, getting my, my adult Lego on pretty much. And then um, in addition to that, picked up some, some new hardware, uh, picked up a... Uh, Picked up a HOTAS system. Was able to land one of those. So haven't uh, haven't busted her out of the box yet, but uh, have some big plans for that coming up here shortly. And uh, it is uh, for those who aren't in the know on the HOTAS system. It is just a hands-on throttle. Uh, hottest. They they pronounce it hottest. I pronounce it. You say hottest. I no, it's, say it's pronounced hottest. hottest. So I'm just kidding. That's all. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I call it the hotas. Uh, hotas. Now you got me messed up. Um, <laughs> either which way. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's a little bit more immersive for like um, some of the game or some of the aircraft in uh, like, for instance, Microsoft Flight Simulator that a flight yoke system would not be appropriate for. Such as um, we're supposed to be getting the F-15, I want to say, this month at some point, uh, just for flying about, not really for combat or anything like that, but still, it doesn't really make any sense to have a commercial uh, aviation-style flight yoke system for a F-15. So, And then that also applies to other games. So, um, like, I plan, I've always planned on getting into uh, DCS, which is a Digital Combat Simulator. It's one I've really wanted to get into. Um, I've never heard of that. 
Yeah, there's uh, that one's a that one's a risky one. <laughs> that one's a really in depth <laughs> if you want it to be. And then um, uh, so there's that one. Um, I've also been looking into uh, getting Squadrons, Star Wars Squadrons. Um, oh, I'm gonna do the old buy it twice, aren't you? Yeah, but I mean, at fourteen dollars a hit, I'm not really too concerned with it. Is it down to fourteen dollars now? No, but I've got it flagged for like you know to keep an eye on it on Steam and stuff like that. So yeah, I got it, it should, for fourteen dollars. Yeah, I got it for fourteen dollars yeah, on PlayStation, so might as well wait for it to be fourteen dollars on that. So more to come on that, but uh, but yeah, yeah, just a few things, you know, just getting some peripherals ready and whatnot. And um, I mean, other than that, backlog wise, um, Rocket League's in season two, getting always on the Rocket League, love it. Uh, I don't know what the seasons do in Rocket League. I don't know either, <laughs> but I think it's just more stuff you can eventually <laughs> unlock and go from there. I mean, I don't play as enough competitive in any particular format to. Uh, to amount to a whole hill of beans, but uh, basically, I mean, the seasons, they will track everyone's standings, and wherever you lie on that, you can move up or down, and then by the end of the season, bada-bing, bada-boom, you know, you've got people yeah. who are on top, people who are on bottom, end of story. So, and then season three rolls over, and then blah, 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 and it'll go forever, like Fortnite. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pir- um, the Pirates, the uh, Sea of Thieves is doing that, too. On, in fact, on on Friday of this week, they launch their seasons, which is going to be season one, <laughs> of course. And you can go up to, I think, 100 levels, which now I think you can only go up to 50 or something. So yeah, it's going to be a whole new tier of yeah unlockables, customizable, you know, whatever things. And nothing, nothing that will give you an edge or anything in the game, but it'll be um, unlockables like cosmetics and, and the way that your guns look and your character looks. And we've had some fun with that in the past. And I think that that'll be cool. Accompanying that comes a plunder pass, which is going to be like 10 bucks or something a month. And what that gets you for the season is... You know, extra premium unlockables. I don't. I don't know. I don't pay for that stuff, and I won't. But <laughs> the seasons are cool, like you said. If you're out there and you play enough, then you can get good enough to where you're climbing the ranks, rolling up that corporate ramp, if you will. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, and yeah. So so that's good. It works for some people, but yeah. And that's quite a few games. What else, anything else? Any other heavy hitters you're looking forward to? Um, uh, well, um, thanks to Epic Games on the PC, uh, I've gotten a few games that I wasn't really expecting to get again, or have at my fingertips, but, uh, namely Jurassic Park, uh, <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> yeah, Park I Evolution, that. I now have that on PC, uh, I think that was the, the way the game was supposed to be, uh, it was intended to be played, because with the controller, it's a bit clunky, but, uh, it's I got I was able to pick that up for free on PC through Epic Games. There's a lot of free games on there. If you're not doing it right now, again, go to Epic Games, um, get your login set up and everything like that, and you can literally just be raking in the free free um, PC games. Right now they have Galactic, uh, what is it? Galactic Civilization Three. Civilization. Thank you. Did you get that? I bought it, but I don't know why. I mean, I got it. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm probably gonna get it too because that's why what I'm saying. Not? I'm just yeah. I'm yeah. just that's what I told. That's what I told the boys on the on that chat that we're on. I'm like, I'm like, just get it, just in case. Then you start building your library for like future PC stuff. Because yeah. until those games go offline completely, you usually can play them, and they didn't cost anything. So yep, free ninety nine. So help yourself, yeah. dig on in. Yeah. Well, I and I got a couple. I got a couple games too. Like I said, I got Population One, which essentially have you heard of this one for Oculus Two? So Oculus, the, Oculus Two has this this game. It's Population One, and it's basically PUBG, Fortnite, you know, of course, whatever hybrid you want to say. But it's all in VR, and you can climb everything. 
And so like everything is climbable and eventually you're, you know, the bubble shrinks to where you're just the one guy standing or whatever, but you can do it by your team. So you can squat up, you can go out together, you can tack, you know, take down people and do it that way. But it's all in the Oculus 2, which is wireless. And I can't, Im- like, I can't imagine that being a bad experience because it would be, it'd be so fun just to flip around and be in this, you know, except running into a wall or something here in your own room. Like that might be weird, <laughs> but, but besides, short of that, you know, I think it's, I think it's going to be pretty cool um, to, to be able to climb and run around and you can glide and you can build stuff like Fortnite and whatever else. So um, I don't know. I was never a big Fortnite guy. Wasn't a big PUBG guy. Um, you know, there's been a million other ones. Warzone hated that crap. Uh, but, but yeah, a lot of it, a lot of it sounds fun. I don't know. There's a couple of guys in there that got it. I know that you, there, there's a couple of our, of our buddies that may be dipping into the Oculus two, you know, territory real soon. I hope you use your, our, our Amazon affiliate link. It'd be really great if you did. Um, uh, but, but when you do, um, you know, check it out. And if you, if you are on that system and you are playing Tark and Trash, my username, you know, come on out, hang out. Um, they're on the uh, the Oculus, you know, with Tarkin Trash um, screen name as well. In addition, you could also find us at the uh, the Craft Brews and Geek News Facebook page, because you know we we there's a lot of people that do play games on there, and that's where we do kind of talk about speculation and theories and all sorts of you know fun stuff that come with video games. But those those are kind of what I'm working on now. You know, I'm kind of excited about about Population One, and then oh, I actually want to buy a ping pong game. Oh, <laughs> I just yeah. really want to play some ping pong, and you can do that in VR. Why don't we just get real ping pong? So, <laughs> we could, we could. But apparently this game is so immersive that like people put their controllers down on the table and then just drop them. <laughs> like, because there's no table. It's not a real oh, table. Gosh. It's all in VR. <laughs> or they put their hands down to sit on the table and just fall over. <laughs> so, oh, no. All of that sounds hilarious to me. And I, I want to be in there where I'm just really working out with it, with, you know, working the old ping pong there, if you will, and just, just having a great old time and then forget that I'm in VR and hurt my face. I just think that'd be funny. And eventually, I'm sure it'll happen. So I wouldn't put it past myself. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't put it past you either to fall over. <laughs> <laughs> but um, speaking of video games in the toward, in towards the, the only thing I wanted to close this out with was talking about speculation of video games. Um, little little KOTOR? Little KOTOR action? You, yeah. ever, you got into the KOTOR? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still did you excited. play it? Uh, I did not play it back in the day. I did watch a significant amount of like footage and gameplay footage and stuff like that. Um, just because I was like, you know what? This is Star Wars lore. Like, I, I'm not too familiar with it. I don't know a whole lot of the players. But, uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting to watch. It was fun looking. No, I I, I love it. Um, I I never got into it because because I think when when Kotor, and it's not that old. Like, and they still released. I think they they continued. I think the last one was like. 2019 or something they released uh, a new pack or a new update or something for kotor and that's that's exciting it may it may not have been that that recent but what i understand is you know much like world of warcraft or wow it, you know it's it's full-on full-on mmo rpg type stuff and it, and it allows you to craft the story and kind of do what you want and go across the galaxy go to different planets collecting artifacts and doing things again very very complicated when it comes to the mechanics of the game and the crafting and the things like that but those who you know put time in and really um, do love it, and I believe it was typically for PC, and then I think when they released the last update or whatever, they actually released an Xbox exclusive version of one of the KOTORs, one of the Knights of Old Republic, if it was Jedi Knight. I don't know what it was, and again, never played it, didn't have an Xbox to do it, but um, 
but yeah, it sounds exciting. And there, there's talk that um, there's a there's a new version of the game that's coming, you know, in the works. So it's probably three or four years out, um, outside of the EA relationship, which is which is cool. And this is broken on the uh, Bestman Bulletin, Star Wars Insider. Um, claim that that this is in development with an unnamed studio that we couldn't guess if we tried. But um, I am excited because, uh, and this article came from Tech Radar, but I am excited because if that is true, I've been dying to get into KOTOR. And dying to the fact of one time, not one time, <laughs> I still have an iPad that had, it was on a 16 gigabyte iPads, you know, so not super huge. Uh-huh. Um, basically, when you have it for, I don't know, I think I've had it for, you know, almost 10 years now. Um the operating system is like six gigabytes of that. Didn't know that before I paid for KOTOR on the iPad, which was a stupid thing to do. Um, but I was like, oh, I'll just sync up a controller or something to it and it'll work. It sucked up all my memory where I couldn't even turn on the iPad or, oh, play, no. the game or play the game. <laughs> so I had to call and bitch and whine to Apple until they refunded my money and I deleted the game. And um, didn't get to play it much. I've played it a couple of times. I've played, the, there's various versions of KOTOR that I've played um, on the PC and had a good time with it. But again, like I said before, it's really it's really a time commitment that, you know, playing a game that's that's 10 years old or whatever that, that wants to just seep into your life and take over everything it can, I just don't have the time for. So, so I just haven't gotten to it. But if they made a new one, I probably would. Yep. <laughs> uh, if they made a new one, it'd probably be a bit more like able to be like picked up and set down. Like you probably yeah. yeah it it would ha- yeah it'd have a little bit more of that snappiness that that replayability. So I th- I think I agree with you. And I think I would be I'd be down for that um hundred percent. If it was something like WoW where it's only PC and you have to have a monthly membership and blah, I don't know. You know that always turns me off a bit. But if it's console ready, I mean they've already announced that they're going to be a mess of games. Like we've got. Um, in the Star Wars vein, we've got you know uh, Fallen Jedi, Jedi Order, whatever it's called, two that's coming out sometime soon. This Kotor game, we've had an un you know open world um, Bethesda or Ubisoft, I believe, open world game. So imagine like Assassin's Creed, except more open and with Jedi's and stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah, um, th- that's in the works apparently. So there's a whole bunch of good Star Wars games coming up. I'm not saying that this Kotor remake would be the end all be all for me, but I definitely would look forward to it. So um, yeah, so I'm, I'm all about it. All right. Well, I, I knew this would be a relatively short one. Again, we've got a lot going on. You know, in the next future here, the next few weeks, we've got some Florida craft beer stuff going on with Florida craft beer days, like left, roughly two weeks away. So that's that's exciting stuff. Um, that's going to be a good show again with COVID and whatnot, with limitations here. It'll probably be very similar to what it was last year. I don't even know if we'll have the availability to get in person together. Um, but if you do want to track that, it's floridacraftbeerday.com um, or you can go to craftologyradio.com and you can find more information out on there. Of course, you can always find us um, on the uh, Facebook page, Craft Brews and Geek News. And last one before I, I close this out, anything else to to kind of ring it on in anything else you want to get off your chest any news anything any hot spicy nuggets you want to talk through well i did pick up some dino nuggets for my air fryer that what? i got for christmas are you, you, you the nugget nugget minute yeah go for it do you want to spend a minute on nuggets no i mean i don't know they're they're all right like pretty good nuggets dino shape, dinosaur shaped i made some cauliflower onion rings Ugh. They were as good as that sounded. Ugh. <laughs> that sounded horrible. Yeah. Ugh. 
Not great. Not great. That's real bad. Nope. Stick with the Dino no. Nuggets. You heard it here but, first. <laughs> yep, I got the air fryer there. plays, though. That's for sure. Air fryer does play. I like the air fryer a lot. We got the smallest one possible, so it's great because I'm like, this is a meal for me. <laughs> like, for no me. one else. No leftovers. Maybe I'll need more. <laughs> but <laughs> Brian. Yeah, it doesn't. But I love it. I love it. It's a good, it's a perfect air fryer. And, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, I'm good. good. Cool. Um, no closer to getting a PlayStation 5 or the KFC gaming console, just so everybody knows that's keeping track. <sighs> yep. One day. <laughs> One day. One day. I did see somebody somebody on Reddit, though, did receive their KFC co-branded Xbox Series X the controller. X should be two chicken bones. Like it should just be, <laughs> <laughs> or like French fries. Someone's dipping into like a. It did look cool. It, it said it said KFC Gaming on the controller, and I'm like, what the shit? Why is this? Although what I thought later, I was like, well, if it is just a gaming PC that has a small chicken reheater, it you could you could pair your Xbox controller up to it if it's just a PC. That's I mean, all it is. It's no BL6, am I right? I mean, <laughs> no, it's not a BL6, I guess. Oh, yeah. Do you know of anybody that actually has one? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is a ghost. That just doesn't exist. It, it was made a glitch three in the Matrix. Them. Yeah. It's sitting inside Anheuser Bush headquarters somewhere in St. Louis and just sitting, the whole pallet of them just sitting there doing nothing because that was a stupid thing to do. No, oh, it keeps cool. It keeps two brews frosty, bro. Sounds so stupid. Uh. <laughs> so stupid. And we covered it. Yeah. You heard it here first, that's folks. Get, that's right. If you're still listening at the end of the show, then you realize that's where you get your news. And screw you. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, boy. Uh, all right. We're smiling. We're spi- smiling? No, my. Spiraling now. You can't now. talk tonight. I can't talk today. I should just stop doing a podcast. No. Well, we're going to stop doing this uh, one for tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are done with this one for tonight. So lucky all of you fans out there. It has been short. It has been quick. But hasn't it been sweet? Go on. You know it's been sweet. Make sure you give us a stellar uh, review on that iTunes there for this fantastic, um, you know, listen listen that you're having right now. Or just simply chat with us on our Facebook group, Crappers Geek News. Mr. Lossman. Where can good kids find you? I uh, can be found on Twitter at Mr. Lostman, and then you know, occasionally on the uh, the Facebook group, I like pop it in yeah. there. I like sneaking around in there, skulking around, just neeping, neeping through. Yeah, just sort of shifting in and out, making creepy noises like Minecraft monsters. Oh yeah, holding lanterns, things like that. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, and of course, you can find me in the show, Greater Show, and the, actually the whole network um, here at uh, Craftology Radio. That's Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Made it concise and easy for everybody. You can find all of our great YouTube videos on on Craftology Radio at YouTube dot um, com, of course. And we are just having a blast with that. Um, trying to put out a video every week or so, a couple of month. Um, just kind of what dabbling with some trailer breakdowns, things like that. Haven't really gotten too far down that rabbit hole, but again, time is you know a very limited resource, and we're trying to do the best for what we've got. So, last one. Without further ado, if you have nothing else to add, as we say at the end of every podcast, that's a wrap, fellers. <laughs> just me and you, just fella. You're oh, just saying okay, fella wait, wait, wait. at this point. So that's that. That's a crap, fella. <laughs> No, no, no. I think we missed it. But that's fine. Good night, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.
Bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.